Welcome to the Healing Your Soul podcast with Katie Souza. This program is designed for those eager for the supernatural to flow in their lives, as well as to have a healthy soul. Would you join Katie as she shares from scripture and experience the critical importance of a well soul? We've got a great new episode planned for you, so let's dive into today's show. In this session, we're going to talk about trauma and how trauma wounds the soul. Just as a review, just so in, in case you missed the first couple of programs, when you talk about the soul, the soul is not made instantly perfect upon your reborn experience with Jesus. Your spirit man is. Colossians 1 says we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ's spirit is perfect. And so when he comes to reside in us in the Holy Spirit, then our spirit man is perfected. But our soul is not. We have to go through a process of being sanctified, the Bible says. If you looked up that word sanctification in the, in the Greek, in the Strong's, it literally means the renewal of the soul. See, because that's where the sanctification, which is a cleansing and purifying process, that's where that process takes place. It takes place in your soul. Your spirit man doesn't need to be purified and cleansed. It's your soul that does. And we go through a process, step by step, layer by layer, we can get our soul healed of all the woundedness inside of us. And there are things that cause those wounds. The Bible talks about sin wounding the soul. But it also talks about trauma. Trauma wounds the soul. A good example is Job. I've mentioned him before. I'll bring it up again. Job lived through so much trauma. Chapter 1 of Job talks about raiders coming and killing all of Job's servants and then stealing all his vast herds, his flocks, his camels, his donkeys. And then after that, all his children were gathered inside a house and a, and, and a whirlwind came and smashed the house down on them all and killed them all at once. That's a lot of trauma. And then in chapter 2, more trauma happens. Job gets stricken from head to, to toe with painful boils from Satan. That would traumatize anyone. And all that trauma that Job lived through indeed wounded his soul. And we know that because as you read the book of Job, Job mentions the word soul 23 times. And many times he says stuff like, I'm vexed in soul. I'm mourning in soul. My soul is poured out. I'm bitter in soul. And when he says those things, he always says it in connection with the traumas that he lived through. So those traumas indeed, out of Job's own mouth, they did wound him. Amen? So trauma wounds your soul. And when your soul is wounded by that trauma, it can cause you to get sick. It can cause diseases and disorders to develop in you. And it can also prevent you from getting healed of the effects of a trauma, like a broken leg or a broken arm or some sort of an injury you might have sustained in a sports accident or a car accident. You see people, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later, not ever being able to fully recover from a cause, from an injury in an accident. And there's a reason why. Because in that accident, not only did they break a bone or something else, 
but they wounded their soul. Their soul was wounded by the trauma. And now that wound is actually preventing them from getting fully healed of the injuries that came during the trauma. Of course, trauma does come in many forms. It's not just something so obvious like a car accident or something like that. But, but you could have been living through an elongated period of stress. That would traumatize people. Where you're just like holding your breath and clenching your teeth every day as you go through one incident or one drama or one tragedy after another. Or maybe you, you've had a other myriad of different circumstances that you've gone through. Maybe you lost your job and then your car and then your house. Or, or you lost your children and, or had an ugly divorce. Maybe one of your family members passed away. Or you yourself have lived through a long sickness or illness or one of your loved ones has and you've been there with them during the entire time. All those things and a myriad more circumstances can traumatize you and wound you. And you know, we're such survivors. We'll just say, no, I got this. I'm good. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah, it's a bummer, but I'm good. When in actuality, in here, we're not good. We've been getting wounded. We've been getting wounded by all the struggles and the trauma we've been going through. Amen? Once your soul is wounded by trauma, it can cause you to get sick, prevent you from getting healed from an, an injury. And doctors even in the natural will say that 80%, 80% of sickness that comes upon people come upon people that have lived through some sort of a crisis or a painful event or a traumatic event. I want you to listen to this quote from Wikipedia, because I want to show you that what happens in your soul directly affects your physical body. It says this, from the classical period to the medieval period, the body and the soul were believed to be intimately connected. Wounds on the body were believed to be correlated with wounds to the soul, and vice versa. Wounds were seen as an outward sign of an inward illness. If the soul was wounded, that wound may also eventually become physically manifest, revealing the true state of the soul. You have to understand something. There's a deep, deep, deep connection between the health of your soul and your physical body. Amen? What goes on in here affects this out here in more ways than you can imagine. I've seen miracles of every kind, every kind. I can't even remember them. I have to go back and, and, and ask my, my videographers to tell me a list. Of, there's been so many, thousands of miracles of every kind. And most of all of them were connected to people's souls. When people's souls got healed, their physical bodies followed suit. Now, every person on the face of the planet, including the people that are watching from home right now, have gone through numerous major traumas in your life and trauma wounds the soul so that means that every person in the planet to some degree including you who are watching right now has wounds in their soul from all of the crises and the events that we've lived through amen so how do you get these wounds healed well <laughs> that's the message i'm going to preach over and over and over and over and over again with no shame it's all about Jesus. It's his cross, and it's his resurrection. Amen? We were baptized into Christ. 
We went down in the water. We went down in death with him at the cross, which means we have access to the blood that Jesus shed at the cross. But then we came up to new life with him at the resurrection. And the reason we can get that new life from the resurrection is because Paul talks about that power that comes from the resurrection. He said, I want to know him and the power, which is dunamis, of his resurrection. And you know by now what that word dunamis means. It means the power to perform a miracle and excellence of soul. That power that we get from the resurrection, that when we got it, as soon as we were baptized into Christ, it became ours gives us the power to perform a miracle and gives us the ability to become excellent of soul. Amen? And we need them both when we are healing traumas. Why do we need them both? Why would we need the, the blood to heal a trauma? I've mentioned this in many other programs where I talk about what the blood's job is. Do we remember what the blood's job is? The Old Testament talks about the shedding of blood was always for what? Sin. The New Testament, the same way. It always talks about the blood being what? For sin, doesn't it? So we always start the healing process of the soul by applying the blood. Because the blood gets rid of any sin that might have wounded us. Well, why would we need to have the blood when we're trying to get the wounds healed in our soul that came from trauma? Because you know what? A lot of times there's sin involved in trauma. Somebody could have hit you and they were drunk. You could have hit somebody in your car, and you were drunk. Amen? You could have gotten into an accident, and now the insurance company is refusing to pay. And not only are they sinning against you, but you're offended at them, so you're sinning back. See, a lot of times, there is sin involved in the trauma. It could be something not so obvious. Maybe you told your spouse like 15 times, take out the garbage. Would you take out the garbage? Would you please take out the garbage? And they finally, oh, and they take out the garbage, but then they open the back door and just kind of set it on the back porch and left it there. And then the next night, you walk out there in the dark, trip over the bag, fall down the stairs, and now five years later, your ankle's never been the same. So where's the blood in that one? Well, your, your spouse should repent for not doing as you asked. But you now are probably holding some deep-seated, hidden resentment against them. Because it's like, if you had done what I said, my ankle wouldn't be like this right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's all these nuances involved in trauma. Somebody could have accidentally, you know, pushed you and you fell. And you could get, if you allowed yourself, you could get, you know, secretly angry at them. If they hadn't pushed me, then I wouldn't have fell. Well, it was an accident. You say, yes, I know, it was an accident. But in here, you're going, mm. you know, you're kind of loose like that anyway, walking around crazy, talking, not watching what you're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? There's all these nuances of sin that can be involved in trauma. So as you go forward to get healed of trauma, you're going to ask Holy Spirit to do that, to show you what's my nuances of sin in my trauma. What do I need to repent for or forgive for? Maybe I need to forgive someone who hurt me and sinned against me. Amen? So you always start with the blood. But then you don't stop there, do you? When you're healing, wound, do you? Do you? When you're healing 
a wound in your soul. You need the blood and you need dunamis. You need the blood from the cross, but you need the power called dunamis that comes through the resurrection. Now, Jesus, remember, Jesus used dunamis to heal people. Remember what Acts 10.38 says, that God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power, which is dunamis. And he went around doing good, healing, healing everyone that was oppressed of the devil. So Jesus had an anointing of dunamis, and he used it to heal. And because dunamis means excellent of soul, whether we've realized it or not all these years, it means that Jesus was walking around healing people's souls. And then their physical body would follow suit. They would prosper and be in health even as their soul is prospered. we got to start acting more like Jesus. If he healed with dunamis and he was healing people's souls, don't you think we should? Okay, Jesus went around healing people in their souls with dunamis. A great example of Jesus healing someone in their soul with dunamis, a person that was wounded by trauma and then sick in their body because of it, is the woman with the issue of blood. Go to Mark 5. It says, now there was a certain woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years. She had suffered many things from many physicians she had spent all she had, and she was no better, but rather she grew worse. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being sick for 12 years? That alone would traumatize you, wouldn't it? And then imagine that you went to many, many, many different physicians, and you ended up suffering under the hands of each one. You ended up spending everything you had only in the end to just grow worse and to never grow better. All those things would traumatize you, don't you think? I believe they traumatized her too. They traumatized her too. And were, were part of the reason why she couldn't get healed by those doctors from her illness. See, we're going to doctors for them to treat this physical sickness in our body. And we're suffering under the hands sometimes, I'm not saying all, of some of these physicians. And we're not getting any better. You know why? Because there's a wound in there that needs to be healed. And it tells it until it goes away. It doesn't matter how many pills or treatments they give you. You're still going to have the pain. You're still going to have the problem. You need to get healed in here, and then you will prosper in your health, even as your soul is prospered. Amen? She had been traumatized by 12 years of pain and all these physicians and all the money she spent and getting worse. In fact, I think that the, a wound inside her soul was the original reason for the very beginning of the disease. And why do I say that? Because it says that she had heard the reports of Jesus and she came up behind him to touch his garment. And when she did, it says that immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. See, the Bible said she was healed at the source, which is the root, right? See, that's what a soul wound is. It's actually the source of your problem. It's the root cause. And you can take medication and all this other stuff, and it, and it might take the edge off. It might help you a little bit. But if it doesn't, if you're taking medication, I'm not against medication. I'm not. I'm not against doctors. I'm not. I'm not preaching that message. But I'm telling you right now that if you go and you take the medication and you, and, and you take the, the treatments and all that and you don't get better, it's because you probably have a wound in your soul. That's your sign. That's your sign. You need to get healed in here. And then it will go away. Then the medicine will work. Amen. And I believe when it says that her blood flow dried up at the source, it's because when she touched Jesus... He went right to that wound, the source of her problem, and he yanked it out. 
How did Jesus heal that woman that had been traumatized for 12 years? He used dunamis. He used dunamis. Did you hear what I said? He used dunamis. It says that, that she touched him. And in verse 30, it says that Jesus immediately knew that power, dunamis, went out of him. That tells me a lot. First, it tells me that, yes, it was her soul that started the problem. She was traumatized by the 12 years of terror she went through. How would I know that? Because dunamis means excellent of soul. The Holy Spirit went out of his way to point out that Jesus used dunamis to heal her. Holy Spirit doesn't do anything just because. He did it for a reason. He wants us to know that woman needed dunamis. The root of her sickness was a wound. She needed to be excellent of soul. She needed to be healed of the trauma that she went through for 12 years with all those doctors. So Jesus used dunamis to heal her. And she got excellent in soul. And she also received power to perform a miracle. Her body got healed too. She was prospered and brought into health even as her soul was prospered. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at katiesouza.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. God bless.